0: What up? This is Myron, and you are listening to episode 44 of the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast, the alternative underground back alley secret society underbelly speakeasy dive bar style podcast of and about and surrounding the Seattle Mariners. All right, let's just get right to it. Let's call it out. The magic number is one at the time of this recording. After last night's game, that was... uh, crazy that we (laughs) sat through i actually sat through internet outages here um and had to go out to the car had to watch on the phone then back on on uh here when the internet was back on and then it went off again it was it was a very long uh marathon of uh frustration but the mariners pulled it out in 11 innings and i do blame it on the internet because they were up they were up when my internet was starting to go crazy here at uh on the property uh, everybody was going outside as if we were having an earthquake drill everybody trying to figure out what was going on with the internet anyways we got around to recording this uh episode pretty late last night get close to midnight by the time we were done recording this so i had to sleep on it to see if this was all a dream that today is the uh Playoff clinching Eve for the Mariners. That's right. We're we're waiting in the uh, waiting room at the hospital, waiting for them to birth us this playoff. And I guess if the Mariners uh, can get this playoff drought done, I guess we could start naming babies that were born today or or born uh, actually. Uh, during the last time we were in the playoffs, I don't know, maybe should, like a baby boomer's name. I don't know. We got to come up with something that's like, you know, like Mariners drought baby or something. But if you were born during the last time the Mariners were in the playoffs, you're getting ready to go out and have your first drink because uh, you'll be turning 21. So that's the kind of stuff we're talking about here today. We also go through the game briefly and talk a little bit of X's and O's. But most of this, most of this episode is us just going like, holy shit, we're here how do we get here how do we feel about it so yeah the mariners could clinch this tonight or tomorrow or they could wait until sunday to them there no i want them to clinch it tonight and i hope baltimore does not lose because i'd love to see the mariners get a victory that clinches a playoff berth so you know we can finally unclinch our butts that we've been holding tight for many 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 years and you know uh now we have buns of steel I guess so <laughs> maybe that's a good thing um, anyways again thanks for liking subscribing uh, if you have any questions email us at rye bread and mustard podcast at gmail.com check us out on all the socials and a programming note starting next week we will officially be a Odyssey network odyssey app podcast uh how do you get this you download the odyssey app which is free which you can find all kinds of local radio stations and your favorite podcasts and podcasts from television shows they got they got everything on the odyssey app okay they're a big deal right but also if you're like hey myron listen i already got my shit figured out i'm not good with change uh i I don't want to do your podcast that way. That's that's totally fine for now. That's fine. You can still go to Buzzsprout for the next, you know, four weeks, possibly 30 days. Maybe, you know, throughout the playoffs, still go to Buzzsprout. Or also, no matter what, even when we do make this change, you can still get your podcast at Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, any of the places that you're already getting it. Don't worry about it. You don't need to change anything, but I do encourage you to go check out the Odyssey app. It's free. Um, Tell them Myron sent you, and uh, they'll be like, what does that mean? Anyways, I'm going to shut the hell up and get out of the way and uh, pack my shit up, because I'm headed up to Seattle to root on the Mariners. Unfortunately, I won't get to a game till Sunday, but I hope they clinch it tonight. This is episode 44 of the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast that starts Now. Get ready to play hardball
1: in the Kingdome. Take me to the
0: ballgame. I want to see the ends. The Mariners are playing hardball. Hit it again and again and again. Hit it
1: again. Princess Tours, the vacation company, brings you the best show in baseball when the San Diego Chicken plays hardball with the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles tonight in the Kingdome.
0: You there, yeah, I'm there. Are you there?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I'm locked and loaded.
0: You know what? I know you got an early turnaround here in the morning, but how much better do you feel getting up tomorrow knowing you got the magic number one? The magic number is number one tomorrow.
1: Oh man, I feel like a million bucks. I mean, watching that game, there was a little frustration in time, a few things that I didn't like seeing, but overall there was a lot that I did like as well. So I'm excited they pulled it off. <laughs> it was a great game by the uh, hometown man.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of like when the team loses, uh, you know, the last game of the road trip and it's a, it's a long flight home If we're, if you get up early in the morning and you stay up for a game like this and you lose, that's what it kind of feels like. Right. Versus what this feels like.
1: Oh, definitely. You're exactly right there. I mean, it was, it was, man, what a game. There was a lot of ups and downs. Um, we won a series. We're one freaking game away from it. I cannot believe it.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we lost the first game. We're not even going to talk about that. Uh, you know, that was just, I think, coming in from that rough, rough road trip, having a day off and coming back and... It just this was a bad game uh, yesterday. You know, was a was a nice solid victory, nice Mariners uh, style victory. And then we had today's game or tonight's game that just concluded at the time of this recording. This will probably be out in the morning. But yeah, everybody's gonna have a little bit of a hop, skip, and a jump to their step at work. Uh, you know, talking about the Mariners, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the tickets are gonna go through the roof tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. I mean, thank goodness it's Friday. It's Friday night at the ballpark in late September, and we're looking at clinch it. I mean, can you believe we're finally here, Myron?
0: It's it's crazy. It's crazy to think, you know, when I go to think about this team specifically, I got to go all the way back to 2020 spring training and being down there, and this was, you know... there was supposed to be more of a window of to see what the hell was really being built and put together. And, you know, COVID happened and no fans got to go to last year uh, in 2020. I remember being at the opening weekend and it was a cold, It was a cold night, and uh, I think they had like 9,000 tickets for sale because this was when they just finally welcomed the fans back. And I remember being there, and I was there with Parmesan, LeBron the girlfriend uh, the ninja and hearing this fan like we've talked about this here on this on on one of the episodes before just somebody screaming going oh, what did the guys goes give me something goddammit, it give me something it's been 20 years give me something and then you know we a year ago we were you know going after this one you know, spot that was left in the playoffs, chasing that and getting down to 162. But we were chasing. We never, ever could just grab a hold of that to now. Our magic number is one. And we got, what, about six games to uh, seven games, seven games to, uh, you know, not have the m- most massive collapse that has ever happened. And for some reason, I'm still nervous, even though I know we're. I'm confident I'm still fucking nervous.
1: Oh, man, I'm with you all the way there. I mean, I kind of don't even like talking about this magic number or bring up that, yeah. hey, we're now in second place. We, Like you said, we have seven games to go. Let's get this tomorrow and keep pushing, and let's try to get that number one seed, the fourth seed in the whole playoff, the first a wild card spot and let's host one. But, you know, let's just get one to start with, you know, I got to cool my jet because otherwise if things start going a little south. I blame, you know, myself a little bit. It's just you, part you, of being you, a Mariners fan
0: blaming me, but I've, <laughs> I not to be blamed. I haven't been to any games this week. I don't want to hear about it. You know, we got our first series victory in a while. It's been. It's, yeah. been a it's been since the uh, since the Braves, mm-hmm. since that big walk off weekend where. Uh, so that was basically the last time I was up in town. Was the last time I oh I was there for game one, but that was the last time they won a series. I'll be heading back this weekend, though. I will be up there. I'll be there for sure. Uh, the Sunday game, I get in uh, on Saturday, but now they moved the game. I don't know. They didn't move the game, but. I would just figure the game was at night and I didn't look at my magnetic schedule on the uh, on the refrigerator like I should have. And, uh, you know, I booked a ticket and I get in about probably about the eighth inning that afternoon because it's one o'clock on Saturday on Fox.
1: You're right. I mean, I'm glad that you're not getting here till then. Still, you know, I got that little thing going on with you. But you know what? I heard Scott service at the post game show. He said, We're winning it tomorrow. So if he's got that much confidence, so do I.
0: So Lou Pinella has started
1: snacking on sun giant almonds. Why is that, Lou? Why not? (laughs) Is it the crisp, fresh taste, or is there a more profound reason why you do? Why I do what? Why you love sun giant almonds? Why you serve them to your guests? Why you're nibbling on sun giant dry roasted almonds right now? America wants to know why. Why? Why should I settle for peanuts?
0: I, I really liked a lot. He, I liked, I liked his message that he said, like, "Hey, look, we're not." De- I know a lot of people in the Pacific Northwest, you know, just want us to get into the playoffs. And he goes, "That's not. That's not the goal of this team. It's to go deep. It's to go to the World Series." And when have we heard that, and it really made any sort of sense?
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's always been a goal just to get there and get in the dance. You just never know what can happen. So he's right. Yeah, I mean, like let's last ride year this was way. last
0: year was all about let's get in the dance and, and maybe something will happen. You never know any team can get hot. To right now, I know it's it's hey, let's get this number one. Let's hopefully take care of business this weekend so we could set up the rotation the way we want it. Because if you're battling down to you know game one sixty two, you might have a marco gonzalez having to start you know a game so i, I know taking care of business is quick uh, you don't want me around the stadium you got two ga- you got two days Daniel.
1: oh i know two i'm, days, I'm get that well catch. aware i'm well aware
0: <laughs> yeah. well we're gonna have to go through uh all of our uh season uh records here at the end of the year and we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see where we're at who got more wins Um, The other thing I did like that uh, Scott Service was talking about was, you know, he said a lot of things of like, hey, uh, he was really open about like Luis Torrens, where he was like, yeah, you know, he he came back. He's he's ready to go late in the games. And, uh, you know, but we, you know, we traded for another catcher. So we moved on down the road. But I'm glad he could get here. And, you know, he's always ready. And, you know, getting those hits, usually those chances are going to be in the eighth, ninth and eleventh inning. He has been a good help. Uh, obviously, uh, he talked about, uh, Kelnick and, um, just his progression that he's made and where he's at. And I like the thing that he says, trying to do things for the team, the team, the team, you keep hearing that. So it does seem like, you know, we're getting a lot of that revealed to us. What the, like the problem was with Kelnick? right? It was just getting on himself not being as much as a, a, a team player versus battling with himself. And now he's not doing that. And look at these results.
1: Oh, he looks so much better. I mean, he's confident up there. His game plan today was awesome as far as Kalnick. The first at bat, he chased. And we haven't really seen him chase that much. And he chased one outside, struck out. And then his next at bat, he hit an opposite field bomb. And the last lefty I've seen do that is Devers at T-Mobile. I mean, he's a hell of a player with a lot of power. So that showed me something. And then his other home run facing, it's lefty who he struggled against. You know, he gets a high fastball inside and he jumps on it. I'm happy for the guy.
0: Yeah, he's, I mean, look, I think it's safe to say the outfield going into the postseason, the starting outfield, unless something crazy happens in this next week, is going to be Kelnick, Rodriguez, and Hanniger.
1: Oh, it has to be. I mean, I know we'll talk about this coming up in a future um, episode here, probably the next one or the one after, but there might be some tough decisions for who makes it and who doesn't as far as the playoff roster is concerned. You know, with the two guys getting added here in September, two guys are going to have to be um, dropped for the playoff roster. So it's going to be, you know, up to the guys to see what happens these last seven games. But I agree with you. Kelnick is a guy that's penciled in.
0: Same thing at DH. I mean, you're going to see who's going to be in the DH. Right now, I would say it's Santana's job to lose. Uh, you know, I think maybe his more of a direct competition would be winker. Cause I don't think you're going to see winker out there wearing the glove. I don't see, think his cleats are going to touch any grass for the rest oh, of his, the rest of the way.
1: You can't, I mean, there's been just too much evidence that's been shown on the field that he, uh, he just can't be out there, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and for me, I have to have Sam Haggerty on, on this roster you know i mean we'll get more into that going down the road and look at uh demo tonight you know what i mean look at him he's a he's another outfielder infielder he's your number one utility guy you know uh, you know toro might have something to say about that because he's he's been playing a lot better it seems like of late but then you know you have like these veterans you know former all-stars like you said like Winker and uh, Adam Frazier that it, it, this would be crazy to think about this at the beginning of the year you'd be like what the fuck but both of these guys could possibly not be on your first round active roster or or, or definitely not starting is, is strange to me if you would have told me this in April
1: oh you're right I mean like I said I know we're going to get into it I mean you have you also have Marco you have Flex and you have Boyd you got guys to choose from there or maybe not you know and as like you said earlier, Torrens, he could be a possibly a guy. He's been hitting really well lately when he's gotten the opportunity. I mean, there's a lot to play with here, and it'll be there fun is. to talk about it upcoming.
0: There is, and uh, Service was talking about, you know, Cal's going out there, you know, just gutting through it with this with this thumb. It would be nice for you know, Torrens or caselli really to pick up that offense or if just the team in general picks up the offense more and keeps it like you know we've up here like it has been i mean the last few games even though we've lost some of them you know like 8 12 uh 8 9 you know we're not used to seeing these numbers we've seen a lot of those in the last week and i think if you see a lot of those you know continue through this weekend maybe you can get cal a little bit of rest but also i do you know, understand that a lot of those runs that we're talking about, Cal was responsible for. You know, I don't even want to think about that. This is the beginning for them where we just can be like, well, in the years come, we'll be more and more competitive. It's like, no, they, they they're yes. Yes. Yes to that. But yes to now. Yes to right now. I mean, this team is starting to wake up. They had a really rough road trip and you you can definitely see the difference in the team. I mean, having Suarez back in there, you know, come on. That's so, so huge.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, having him not be the DH over at first and getting to put France over at a position that I feel he looks much more comfortable. And then with getting Julio back on Monday, you see Hanager starting to get his eye and starting to barrel up balls at a couple out tonight. I mean... Hopefully this is the beginning of the train just starting to chug yeah. really fast, you know, and take off.
0: And going back to, you know, Gino Suarez being back, he not only had, you know, a big day at the plate yesterday, he had the heads up play here in the, you know, uh, extra. And he didn't, didn't, didn't turn into anything, but it was fun to watch. Go back and check that out. But the yeah. big, the big, big news, I think, was him playing in the field today. That was the big, big, like you were saying, it was great to have France go back to first base. He's a great first baseman, but watching him play over there at third base right now, you can tell he's a first baseman going over to play third base.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, and as you said, that heads up play by Gino taking that extra base, I had never seen anything like that in a major league game had you.
0: No, I not that I can remember. I I do I have seen uh, people round second base and go to third because third is usually sometimes oddly enough with all the shifting and shit like that people forget what position <laughs> they're at sometimes. I've seen the third base uh I haven't seen that on a appeal play which was very strange and the thing that uh none of the announcers seemed to understand or people didn't really understand until they went to the replay. The guy in the pitcher's mound was the first baseman. The pitcher was backing up the play. uh, And then they tossed the ball to the third baseman to, uh, you know, protest the tag by, uh, you know, Haggerty going into home plate. And he turned his back to the play and just strolled over there very softly. And when Gino took off, it was like, even if they turned around and saw him, nobody was going to get back over to first base. You couldn't make a throw over there because nobody would be there. Or if you drew a throw, it would be somebody trying to catch it on the run, and that would have...
1: Yeah, I mean, the only time I've ever seen appeal actually executed is with, like you said, the pitcher on the mound preparing to throw a pitch, steps off, then throws to, in this case, third base for the appeal, and there was none of that. I don't know if they... Did, did the appeal process incorrectly or what, or if it's allowed like that. But it I was just shocked that, that, you know, and they didn't even call time. So it was a good heads up play by him. And I'm glad um, it worked out for the Mariners. He snuck in there, but we weren't able to cash in, but we sure did later.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that, that wasn't inning too, where, yeah, we had to cash out France and we had to cash out, Uh, Suarez, and uh, you know, it ended up not biting us. Sometimes that has happened, especially if you go in multiple innings where you're like, "Wow, we could have used this the lumber that these guys, you know, pack." But uh, it 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 worked. It worked out the right way. You know, the what I really liked about this extra inning um, affair was uh, that you know the team we're playing scored in every inning. Now you go, why? Why would you want them to score? I'm just really uh, proud of our offense to be able to manufacture these runs and get these guys in because we have seen where we've pulled off these great defensive plays and our pitchers have just shut the teams down and we keep on not scoring in the extra innings, but I, I'm really enjoying that. Hey, the Mariners tacked on three extra runs right there after giving up a big lead, they recovered and they scored three more runs and Texas could only score two.
1: Yeah, you're right. I mean, I agree with all the moves that service made tonight. Like you mentioned, yeah, I had to go light with the bats, but with the situation of getting pinch runners, to, to then, yeah, I had to gamble. The only thing I was a little critical of was in that when was that? Let me look back here. In the uh, I think the 11th inning, right. when um, they got one out and or the man went to third. There was um, one out already, and then Simeon came up, and he hit that sacrifice fly, you know, that yep. gave them the go-ahead run. I was thinking possibly they might walk Simeon there. I know they had the lefty coming up next for uh, Texas uh, low, you know, the big left-handed hitter. Yep. You know, it, it's hard to say. If, you know, he <laughs> ended up hitting a ground ball to second baseman, so that could have maybe worked out. But that's just – you know, playing Monday morning quarterback—that's yeah. the only thing I thought maybe could have been played out differently. But it doesn't matter in the end; the ends won. And my key to the game was demo there in that last inning, swiping third—that was yes. huge.
0: Yes, yes, that was huge. And again, I agree with all those moves that he made too. Definitely with low. And speaking of low, that guy gives you know Robbie Ray a run for his money for the tightest worn uh, <laughs> uniform. Anyways, yes, I a demo huge. Huge in these, you know, he's so good in these, if he was just based off of his like late inning baseball, you know, this guy's a, this guy's a fucking all-star.
1: Yeah, I mean, he gets a lot of hate. Yeah, his average is low. He can play a lot of positions. He is clutch at stealing third right. base, well, guess you what? know, in critical times
0: everybody's averages right now to me also are back to zero or, you know, we're starting, we're starting clean right now. I don't care. You know what I mean? That's how the playoffs are going to be in a week. It's going to be like, who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you hit 300, if you hit 100 here in, in the postseason, we're going to remember that. And, you know, some of these guys that, have had rough years. There's some of these players are, you know, answering the, uh, answering the bell and, you know, others are, are, are sinking and fading, but that's okay because we're still getting it done. If we didn't have these guys that we brought up and gave second, third chances to right now, we'd be in trouble.
1: Oh, you're right. I mean, luckily, Looking at the standings after, before tonight's game, I looked at them in Toronto, Tampa, us in Baltimore in their last 10 have played. I'd um, only won four games and lost six. So we've all kind of been struggling at the same time. So it's good. It's worked out this way, but it looks like Seattle's turned the corner and started getting their mojo back. And Scott service mentioned that in the post game and, you know we're one game away that's all that matters right one now one game away yeah. i mean
0: you could you could go and uh you could go and you know maybe buy the champagne for the party now oh have it, i have have, some. Have, it, have it ready you can go and buy it don't just don't have it out ready to go just have it put away same thing at the stadium i, I wish we could get a, you know some sort of intel down there where the champagne I wonder if it's importer or do they just go up to the boxes and get some? I, I don't know.
1: I mean, and we have this other possibility. Um, Baltimore is in New York. They start at 4 p.m. out um, West Coast time. And if they by the time that game ends, it'll be close to when the Mariners start. And there is a possibility that the Mariners have already clinched if the Yankees take care of business and beat Baltimore tomorrow, even before the Mariners finish their game. So.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of hope Baltimore wins tomorrow, and we just do it right there, the old-fashioned way, the good, the good way, the old-fashioned. Yeah, this is all, I agree with that. This anyway, old-fashioned, but I mean, uh, the, the, we're definitely doing it the new fashion way by clinching the third, at least the third wild card spot. You know, the the founders of this game be like, what, what is going on? Um, but. I really my eyes are yes I'm, I'm this I'm waiting for this. I want this to happen. I want it now. But uh I really want this number 1 seed, you know. I'm coming up to Seattle uh just as a fan, I want to see it. I want to be there. I want to you know the last playoff game I went to personally in person was in 1995 the You know, the Griffey slide, I I was there. I have not been to a Major League Baseball postseason game since then.
1: Yeah, that's been a long time. I got your beat, but just barely. Mine was against Baltimore. When was that? 97, maybe, at the Kingdom?
0: Yep. We lost that series. Yeah, that was the last one I didn't do. So I never got to go to the two thousands and two thousand one because I was starting college down in. uh, I just started school in uh, Fresno, down in Fresno at that time, and uh, so I wasn't up in Seattle. I was there during the summers, but no, I never got to go to the playoffs game. And guess what? Not guess what? And let's just let's be honest here. I didn't have that kind of money. I was, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, calling home for money, you know, <laughs> for in college at that point. I didn't have money for plane tickets. I was taking Greyhound buses back back home back then. But uh, yeah, I would love to go to at least one of those games up there, depending on what the matchup is. Having that crowd and having that park to pitch in. Especially this time of year when all the, you know, scientists want to say that the ball doesn't fly as far in the Northwest during the, during the cold. Well, if that's, if that's true, if that's, if that's really true, here I am challenging science. That's not what I'm trying to do. But if that's true, then we'd want to have our, our, our pitchers here pitching at T-Mobile.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watched a little bit of the post-game show, and they had former Mariner Mike Cameron on. He even mentioned it. It's a little dewy out now. The Mariners might like being on the road a little bit, but irregardless, wh- wherever they play, they're, I'm just excited that they're in the dance because you never know what's going to happen.
0: I am, and then if you're in town, try to get down to the games this week or next week. They're, next week, look, they're not paying me to tell people to buy tickets but just go buy there's a lot of tickets still left I think for the last um, Detroit series which is a uh, makeup series that this series was to happen in April but uh, now they've tacked that on here at the at the end of the end of the week which there's a Monday game there's a doubleheader Tuesday and then Wednesday is the day game so game 162 is during the day there's a you know, if you can't get down there this weekend, I would just get in there as a fan. If if even if I know that possibly I might not see a in person postseason game, I w- I'd want to get down there. So I'm happy. I'm going to be at least there for that Detroit series as well as to close up here with the Oakland series that's upcoming. I'm going to catch the last game. So I mean, I'm I'm pumped up. I'm pumped to you know, see these guys cross the finish line of the season because we were there, you know, in spring training. So it's just time flies. It's it's very crazy. I, I can't believe we're already here. And I really cannot believe we're actually talking about the magic number is one. And I feel like two in Seattle fashion. I'm hoping it gets taken care of tomorrow, but I wouldn't be surprised if it took a day or so.
1: Yeah, you just never know. I hope it does too. I mean, the journey of this baseball season has been great. You know, the ups and downs, the the frustration, the brawls, the fourteen-game winning streak. I mean, the season started late because of the lockout. I mean, it's been a crazy year, but we are here to. We're finally here to the last week of the season, and we are going to make the playoffs. Unbelievable.
0: And you know, I just thinking about right now as you're saying that like listening to you and just thinking about wow you know we were here last year at 162 we seen the 2018 team fall apart there were a couple other teams during that time just the different phases through this team of going like okay we acquired you know what Beltray sexton even when we got figgins you know figgins was a stud uh Lots of uh, veterans that were all stars from other teams maybe being that extra little piece in the locker room. You know, you had the Sweeneys, you uh you also had the of course, you know, the Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, Felix Hernandez era, all of this stuff that we just have been behind for twenty you know, one years now, you know, this falls the last time we were there. So it, I kind of feel like it's like christmas eve a little bit and mixed with like how you felt when you were about to turn 21 it it's pretty crazy if you had a child you know during the 2001 uh playoffs they're you, they're getting ready to go out and have a drink here here this this next couple of weeks is that's that's what we're talking about that is the math this is for real.
1: The World Series. Where a pitch is not
0: just a pitch.
1: It's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit. It's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win. It's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball fever, catch it. The preceding message was furnished by Major League Baseball.
0: Well, before we get out of here, let's just acknowledge, let's give out some roses at least for this game really quick. Uh, You know, Haniger had a great game. We'd be remiss if we did not mention that he had two home runs as well tonight.
1: Yeah, and he looks like he's been coming out of it lately. I think he had three hits the night before. He's been barreling balls up. I mean... He hadn't hit a home run in over a month. I think the last home run he hit was like August 24th from yeah. what I remember. So he, it's been a while, and we need that horse, the horse Haniger, to you know get us through the playoffs. He's a big bat in our lineup. Yeah,
0: you get a Haniger going, and you add a Julio to that, and Suarez, and now we're talking some, some serious, scary guys in the middle of the lineup, and you never know. When Santana's going to pop one on you, either so or Raleigh. so it's it's something really uh, you know intriguing to thinking about to think about. Hopefully, the pitching will hold up. The bullpen's been a little shaky of lately, but uh, you know I feel like they're going to uh, bounce out of that. Those things come and go, and anytime something like that has kind of happened with the bullpen, it'll last like a game or two. But even Today, where it got, got we gave up, gave up the runs. They didn't. They did enough though to get out of some other big situations.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the bullpen. Those guys have since we've been struggling. Those guys haven't been pitching as often lately either. You know, so they haven't been getting in their rhythm. You know, getting on the bump every day in a high leverage situation. So they're kind of getting back into the groove of things too. So. I'll just say that I still have a lot of trust in them. Sure, they've been a little iffy lately, but you know, they're that they, we rode them the whole year. We got to keep riding those guys.
0: Yep, yep. And then of course we talked J.K. Already talked about that, uh, and this was just a you know a fun game. Kind of frustrating to blow a lead like that, but yeah, it happens. But they bounce back, and when they lost the lead twice. Twice in uh these weird extra innings, bizarro world extra innings where the guys started on second base, they countered and you know, got the knockout punch that they needed. Now again, keep saying this. Now we're sitting one game, one game or one loss by the Baltimore Orioles. And the Mariners are at least guaranteed a spot in the wild card round. Um this is all going down by the time you're listening to this later today. And this weekend, get out to the fucking ballpark, like I said, or just get to the TV, just or turn it on on the radio. Just just be supportive of the team. Now you know we're not asking you to watch hundred and sixty-two games. We're we're asking you to you know pay attention to the last six or seven here.
1: Yeah, this is Mariner baseball. These are the types of games they've been in all year and the types of games that they have pulled out. So there's nothing new here. It's chaos baseball. It's nerve-wracking baseball as a fan to watch. But this is who they are, and this is who they're going to be. They're going to be in tight games, and I have a lot of confidence in them.
0: Yeah, they're definitely not the front-runner team that pounds you down and plays their game it's like we get you in a position to play our game in the last three innings and that's what I really like about this team it's exciting would I like more offense sure but guess what it it seems like that's what we're getting right now
1: yeah they never give up and they never die so you know they always fight to the end as best they can they give up the leads here and there but they a lot of the times this year they've come back and won these wild games I can remember at least 10 of them
0: and uh yeah and starting next week officially we will be this will be a uh odyssey app odyssey network uh show rye bread and mustard it all stays the same that maybe that we we'll, might have the little a logo somewhere on our podcast logo but uh not a lot of big changes um you know the show will always evolve. um still gonna be fun we're still gonna do what we're doing we're gonna probably even have opportunities to bring in some more guests and probably more episodes and definitely gonna have a lot of fun stuff ready for the postseason and uh, i don't even want to think about the off season, but the show is gonna you know keep going for the rest of the year and the rest of next year so we're excited uh check us out if you don't have the odyssey app go get it and if you're like, I am not getting that Odyssey app, I'm I'm going to be difficult, but I still want to listen. Sure, you can get this podcast at any of the other places you're already getting right now. So, uh, anyways, this is episode what? 44? So this is the Julio 44 episode, you know.
1: Man, I can't wait till he gets back Monday night.
0: <laughs> Me too. I'll i'll be down at the uh climate pledge for the basketball game but uh that's good news to your ears right
1: absolutely and then yeah 45 coming up on monday it'll be a another good exciting episode talking about all things mariners
0: yep and keep on liking subscribing and following and all of that all that good stuff and you know we still like five-tool baseball players around here, at least the way baseball is right now, right? You never know what the rule changes, but you might need a six-tool uh, player. But right now, we like five-tool players, And but you know what I like more than that, you know, is uh, five-star reviews. Make sure to give us that five-star review. Just pound that thing. Come on. Come on. I'm pandering here. All right, this is episode 43 of the Rye Bread and Mustard, a Mariners podcast Hanno, for the last time, hopefully, where we are a twenty-one year old playoff virgin uh outro. Char-